what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Oh, hi there. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat beaming into your ears all the way from Pflugerville. You might know me as Lucy Wow's sidekick, or you might know me as the creator of the toenailer. Wait, you've never heard of the toenailer? Ah, it's like a toe ring, but rather than making your toe look pretty, it turns your toe into a hammer or nailer. Imagine hammering nails not just with your hands, but with all 10 toes at the same time. Ah, talk about productivity. But did you know that I'm not just an inventor of tools? I was invented and I am a tool. That's right, Lucy Wow invented me and made all of my parts out of tools so that she could be even more productive. The thing is though, an invention doesn't have to be practical and efficient like the toenailer. An invention can be just silly and fun, like today's invention. The hula hoop. Now. You might have seen hula hoopers doing their thing on TikTok or YouTube, but the hula hoop is actually an ancient invention. How ancient? Well, over 3,000 years ago, the ancient Greeks often used hooping as a form of exercise. So, that's pretty old. Now, older hoops were made from all sorts of stuff. For example, there are records of ancient hoops made from metal, bamboo, wood, grasses, and even vines. In the North American continent, Inuit children used hoops to learn harpooning skills. They would roll a hoop and then attempt to throw a pole through it. This fun form of target practice helped teach accuracy for many First Nation and Native American people. Homemade hoops started showing up in the English households in the 14th century and were used by all ages. Hooping became a craze that swept the country until British doctors started blaming the use of hoops for everything from back pain to heart attacks. That's right, the hula hoop was considered a bad habit, just like eating socks is today. Ridiculous! Fortunately, the hoop survived. 300 years later, when British sailors first visited the Hawaiian Islands and saw the traditional hula dance, they thought it used similar hip movements as hoopers. And so, the name hula hoop was born. In the early 20th century, a modern version of the hula hoop was made of bamboo and used by Australian schoolchildren as exercise equipment. In 1957, Whammo Toy Company founders saw these Australian hula hoopers while on vacation. And while these kids were just trying to get a good grade in gym class, they saw a hit toy. Within a year, Whammo created a hollow hoop made out of plastic, and my goatness, was it a hit! Whammo sold 25 million hoops in just two months! Oh. And sales reached $45 million in the first year. Adults bought the toys for children, but usually gave the hoops a try before turning them over to the kids. Before long, adults could be seen swinging their hips around like crazy, hula hooping in competitions around the world. Soon, people started using more than one hoop at a time. 
They were using their neck, arms, legs, and hands to hoop along with their waist. A record 105 hoops were spun by Jin Linlin of China in 2007. Can you imagine spinning 105 hula hoops at the same time? And it didn't stop there. People started using bigger hoops. The world record for the largest hula hoop spun was set by American Ashrita Furman at 51.5 feet. Ooh. That's one big hoop! Now, like I said, no one knows who the first person to spin a hoop around their hips thousands of years ago was. But whoever it was, their invention is still going strong. Videos of hula hooping regularly go viral. And in 2021, when a new hula hooping craze began, the toy became so popular that they sold out everywhere. Who knows? Maybe in another thousand years, people of the future will still be swinging their toes, hammering nails with my invention, the toenailer. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner! I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way! I get a lot of excitement as Lucy Wow's sidekick. Sometimes it overwhelms me and I just, ah, well, you know, faint! Well, today, I got the most exciting news, and I, I, oh, easy kapow, deep breaths, don't faint. I'm on a t-shirt and a hoodie and a sticker, and I'm so famous, the most famous mechanical pygmy goat to ever live. Go to gokidgo.com and check me out. Lucy Wow merchandise is now available, and you know you need more kapow in your life. Go Kid Go!